0: Voices to Hear. Hello, welcome to Voices to Hear podcast. My name is Chloé and I'm here with Yun to talk about working in a graveyard. Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks.
0: Can you introduce yourself?
1: Yes, so I'm Yun. I'm 25 uh, and uh, now I'm volunteering in... Um, in Scopier but in the past years I managed to work for a couple of uh, holiday time during the summer in a graveyard in my hometown in uh, France and uh, I'm here to answer all the questions you can have about a job in a graveyard
0: okay nice so to start like how did you find this work
1: actually I didn't find it. The work find, found me because the, I was working I was so working during the summertime, so I can earn, earn a bit money for, the, for my studies. And I was working in a supermarket for three weeks, and I received a call while, while I was working there, and they offered me a job. It was a call from the municipality, and they, they they offered me to work for them as an agent to clean uh, the cemetery of the the main cemetery of the municipality. And at the beginning, I was really surprised. Uh, I didn't really expect uh, nor the offer nor the the. Uh, this specific uh, work I wasn't even imagining the, it was there was people obviously there is but <laughs> I never thought about that before uh, so at the beginning I denied, I declined and then I called them back and I said that I was interested because uh, in between I was thinking that it was it should be at least uh, better than uh, just uh, putting yogurts and yogurts and yogurts over again in a supermarket for sure <laughs> okay
0: nice so you were not working alone there like
1: no uh, so we were working in a team okay um, there's different teams so in my hometown there was six different graveyards uh, and I think three Four of them had a settled team and uh, two of them had um, no teams and we had to go there uh, sometimes to to clean them but because they were smaller no one was permanently Mm. working there. I was in the biggest that was uh, nine hectares Um, so it's a lot there was six thousand uh graves
0: really? oh my god
1: yeah so um, and we were i think nine no. people uh the first year i worked there Um, that's it and that was also the place with the storage all the machines and uh, okay things we need for the cleanup
0: so you were like walking in the team of nine people okay. yes and so, like, what were wa- what were like the, the profiles of these people? Like, they were like young, like you, or older? Like no,
1: actually, was I was an outsider from them because uh, it's I met people all of, with different backgrounds. Uh, I was the only student passing by. Most of them had no higher education, uh, nor bachelor, nor they didn't go to university. Okay some of them were working there since a long time, like dozens, even 20 years maybe for one of them. And a little uh, specific detail, I was... There's different um, uh, jobs that that you can do. Actually, you're part of the same team. We had uh, two superiors and one like the Big boss of the service of the graveyards. And among us, the workers, I was just an agent cutting grass and making the place clean. Most of my colleagues were grave diggers. And so, grave diggers is like, in our imagination, it's the one that is dig- digging, actually digging yeah. the grave. In France nowadays, uh, they're not doing that anymore. Uh, so, no, who's doing that? It's the private sector. Okay. I was in the public administration, but yeah. the private sector now is uh, doing, uh, setting the, the graves and uh, digging okay. them. But still, the grave diggers, as they are, they are still called, uh, still have to deal with that body, that corpses. In two cases, first, if someone died on the um, uh, fields, uh, territory of the municipality, then it's mandatory for the municipality to give them proper burial okay and in that case uh, the grave diggers have to set up the grave and in another case the graves aren't the ownership of the the dead people's family they are um, rented by the state so basically when you when someone died in your family dies in your family for example Okay, well, let's not give examples of that.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah.
1: Um, you will go to the declare his death and then um, you go negotiate with the municipality renting time. So it's either 15 years, either 50, either 100. And there are some also permanent concession. And so you give money for like you're buying this amount of time and uh, for some people they pay 15 years and after that there's no one to remember them to mourn them so
0: what is happening after with
1: then there's it's it's the moment when the grave diggers are actually digging the graves they're digging it and then opening the coffin and Mm -hmm. taking everything away so um, okay then, then it
0: can be like just 15 years after the death of the person
1: yes if there's no one uh, obviously the municipality is first like sending some reminder okay yeah. hello. so uh, this um, uh, concession arrived to a term so do you want to renew it or, or not and then when there's new people dying at some point if no one is paying anymore then the body is removed and uh, the grave is set free for another person to be buried there.
0: Okay, yeah, I have just like a question. Like, Do you know the price like for renting a grave?
1: I don't remember but the most longest you want
0: yeah.
1: it's the most expensive it is. Okay. Uh, but at least I think it's 100 of euros maybe 15 should be 500. No, I don't remember the prices. Okay. I wasn't dealing with that part.
0: So there is different tasks. Yeah, there's like the person who is like cleaning the cemetery, and there's like the grave diggers who yes. are taking care of that.
1: Yes, but most of the time I was working with grave diggers that were cleaning the cemetery along with me, mm-hmm. uh, because fortunately there's not people dying, and uh, that have to be buried every day. But most of the time we are just there working. Uh, Theoretically working eight hours a day, let's say, <laughs> and after that, uh, the gravediggers have also special uh, days. Sometimes they work on the Saturday, like every Saturday, someone have to be free if a burial, burial uh, happens because they cannot have a burial without a, without a gravedigger or someone that is a representative from the municipality. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, makes so. sense, actually. Maybe you, or maybe your coworkers, like you have been like, in contact with corpses and body
1: during um, this? I haven't. I was just passing by between the tombs a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the grass and make sure they're clear. Actually, we do everything that's around. If a grave isn't properly cleaned, then uh, it's not our job. It's the job of the family that should mm-hmm. go there to make sure it's clear
0: okay you are just like cleaning the cemetery and everything's the, yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the You'd access like the to, yeah.
1: exactly so the access the path mm-hmm. uh, to the tomb should be clear and we are taking care grass of grass and everything yeah. exactly okay. and uh, as well as the trees around and uh, also the flowers uh, not the flowers that are on the grave but there's flowers around the... mm-hmm. so me i was just doing that part because this was a short-term job but a lot of my colleagues had to deal with corpses the more ancient one had to deal with burial but most of them that came more recently it was just like dead corpses from a long time ago because they were undigging, digging again the grave uh, in order to take everything's out
0: how long time did you work in the cemetery?
1: I think a total of three months between the first and the second time I worked there two summers, one month and a half okay. each
0: and like some people work like, during 20 years? Yes. Okay, so maybe you or someone else, did they have, like, some traumatized, like, because being in contact uh, with corpses every day and to the death, it can be complicated. Actually, I
1: was, I wasn't, yeah, I was expecting, like, some moment to be awkward or Mm. a bit, but uh, after the few first days, you don't see any, like, this is a place when you're walking when you're actually like cutting grass and so at the very beginning uh, it's a bit weird to be between tombs, but after days and days like you just know who is living where not Mm. living but resting yeah and um it's yeah it's kind of regular you have it around you but i didn't have any contact with dead corpses or like the only sad things were actually the people coming by that were I must say far more polite than in the supermarket where I used to work <laughs> uh, before uh, because uh, that thing was also important you get re- recognition for your job like yeah. for people it's important that there are some people taking care of the, yeah, a of course, place like yeah. that mm. when they when they mourn when they have like beloved one that are resting there and they do not uh look at you like you were part of the furniture around them but some of those people were crying sometimes for different reasons so you just respect that you just have to be helpful if needed but most of the time you don't interact really with them just say hello and be polite but for my colleagues was something else because it's a requirement like to be able to face a corpse to deal and work with corpses uh, close and uh, actually the most um, traumatizing part could be when you open a coffin and uh, you have like that mostly it's dozens of years after the the burial so the bodies are skeletons mostly Mm -hmm. so it's weird but it's not human anymore yeah but in some cases there is one of the two cemeteries that had no permanent team one of the cemeteries had a lot of humidity in the ground so it meant that the body were really well preserved. Uh, I asked for one of my colleagues if he had traumatizing experiences. He didn't say traumatizing but he said that uh, one time in this uh, graveyard that had a lot of humidity in the ground he started to dig and um, (laughs) then he stopped, he stared at me and he said do you know how does a wax statue sounds like? It was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he showed me the pictures and uh, actually like... Of a it, wax statue it, or? No, of a dead body. But that looked like okay. exactly like a wax statue. And it was really crazy because the body was uh, buried 70 or 80 years ago. And his skin was still com-
0: God, completely
1: really? untouched. Like, of course, he lost uh, weight. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, he wasn't looking like But the, the skin like was still human. here, yeah. But the skin was exactly there. The like clothes,
0: purification or something like that. Yeah. Yes,
1: and the clothes uh, of the of the corpse were also completely untouched. And uh, same for the five bodies that were after uh, this, this one. Because in the same single grave, they had seven bodies. They weren't even aware about that so it took like four days to to do that he didn't meant it as a traumatizing experience but he of course was remembering that and i think every every single one of my colleagues had this specific experience with corpses that are that is like the a summary of their work that is the the most unique like special experience with with them okay
0: But, like, after that, they dig it it up, like, the the bodies, like, what they are doing of them?
1: Of the bodies? Yeah. uh, They are keeping the bones. Okay. And they're um, storaging the the bones in a hatch. Okay. uh, Where, like, uh, people, for a long, long amount of time, Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly, but where people, like, can actually, like relatives from few generations after can also come back and like have access to the recordings
0: interesting of course i have one question Mm -hmm. like that i think like everyone wants to uh, to to ask and know the the answer like if you have like some paranormal story or something like that or maybe a co-worker of you because like working in the cemetery like maybe some things weird can happen Mm -hmm.
1: Well, first I wasn't walking there at night. Yeah. At night it was closed. Closed, and so I personally never experienced uh, any paranormal stuff. Um, but of course, I had these discussions as well with my colleagues because, as you say, like it's a question that <laughs> comes to your your mind in such places, and uh, one of them told me once. Like, he told me a few stories, but um, once he was working in um, during the afternoon and he saw a black uh, lady, like, wearing black clothes, like someone who is in mourning.
0: Okay.
1: He saw her, then he checked something on his tools, and when he checked again the lady vanished. And she okay. wasn't there anymore. So well. but he was a hundred percent sure that it happened. So like this. There's okay, no goosebumps. evidence. There's no proof. <laughs> yeah. But this is not the first time. Sometimes some people also shared me the, that they had a feeling to be observed.
0: Yeah observed
1: yeah. Yeah. Not
0: alone like someone was just okay.
1: Exactly. And uh, or uh, someone also like popping ice at some point, And then you don't know like why he's uh, like this person moved for a really, really like too fast for a human being. So in two moments when you stare at them. Or yes, yeah, stuff like that, that were...
0: Between, like, and you cannot find an explanation.
1: Yes, but that could... Be, there could be a scientific explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could be also, like, something else that we don't yeah. know about. And about. that we
0: cannot...
1: Okay. Also, there were non-paranormal stories, but there's apparently people that enjoyed to go to cemeteries at night because they found sometimes uh, stuff in... So you have these graves that are, had small... Hatch uh, okay. on them like small uh, chapels, and uh, they found needles, for example, uh, inside. Like, so yeah, they're junkies, maybe going there to have drugs. They also found condoms. Uh, because there's okay. people that find find romantic to have sex on the cemetery at night. Obviously, okay. that wouldn't be my <laughs> first kink, but okay. And uh, sometimes they even found a a bag that was stolen in the street that a thief just took away from someone and.
0: Uh, I throw it in the. Cemetery. In the cemetery, yeah. in order
1: to get it later, but there was my colleagues there, so they just like okay. uh, took Thank the you. the bag back to me. the to the lady. Yeah.
0: It's good that we are talking about thief because I had like another question. Have you ever? come into contact with stories of grave robbery, like, still in the grave?
1: Mm, never, because uh, those are, like, still public graveyards, so there's nothing to take really inside. valuable. Yeah. Okay. But there were a lot of people uh, complaining about Yes, yeah, sometimes, uh, because the thing you can actually steal are the stuff that is on the, the graves so mm. flowers statues yeah. or uh, rocks in a Jewish tradition they put rocks over their, their graves different stuff that, that way they, they took uh, it's some some people came to us and complained about some stealings Steamed, from yeah. their, oh, their way, stuff yeah. uh, and sometimes it's really sad it's uh, an old lady starting to cry because someone is just stealing pieces from the love she have for her mm. lost husband so it's really sad but also something that needs to be mentioned when we're cleaning the graveyard especially some graveyards that are small ones and that we have to go there and like rush the, the cleaning because we cannot afford just to go there every mm. time it's uh, always a lot to go there to be ready
0: Etc. Yeah, Etc. Yeah,
1: et and so sometimes we are also using um not uh, vacuum cleaners but uh, the machine vacuum? machines that are ah. doing the reverse of the vacuum. Ah, know?
0: okay, okay, I know what you mean for the um, leaves. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, because first we're we are going there we are cutting clearing everything yeah. and then we are using those in order to, to chase everything away okay. so it's it's cleaner and sometimes it, it happened that i don't know uh, plastic stuff like uh, went
0: on the grave
1: yeah yeah it yeah. just it it's flows away with, yeah. the, with the wind but plastic isn't really good idea (laughs) to put on a grave did you have to deal with this
0: with the family like yeah sometimes
1: sometimes it happened once someone came to us and said oh uh, this is missing Uh, it was the something that was holding a plastic flower (laughs) and uh, so we had to search the huge amount of leaves and uh, and plastic stuff and uh, uh, and wood and different stuff, yeah, and we found it,
0: <laughs> finally, <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah, we took 15 minutes to, to find <laughs> it back, because yeah, we, like, with this amount of work, because um, it's, uh, we cannot just deal with uh, everything, and actually, I wasn't working that much, because we were um, taking our time, <sighs> let's say, Uh, compared to the supermarket it was um, more cool yeah far more cool (laughs) Uh, we had the big breaks and uh, we could also sit and discuss together chatting that's why also i get much uh, better memories from there because i actually meet people that Mm. i could enjoy and share stories that were super interesting while you cannot do that in the supermarket it's like a factory you have nine minutes Mm. to, to do your break It's not like
0: a random rock, like, it's like very typical. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, the the thing also is that people are not doing that much because it would be pointless to actually be able to clean a cemetery in three days instead of five because two weeks after, you just have to do exactly the same because the grass is growing and growing (laughs) and growing again. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Because I think, like for everyone, like in the imaginary, we see like the people and also like you know, like all the ambience of a cemetery, like some like something very cold, something very sad. So, how was it like? Did you feel like some tension also with your coworkers? Like mm-hmm. they were like cold person or I don't know. Uh,
1: that is related to a question that you asked earlier, but uh, to answer that. I would say, you cannot imagine how much life there is in a graveyard. Because uh, there's uh, always people passing by. And my chief told me that, especially since COVID, uh, we ha- uh, during the curfew and the lockdown, we were able to go outside of our home only in one kilometer around. Yeah. So a lot of people that were living in a city just discovered that there was the same uh, graveyard. They could go there and they could uh, like...
0: Take a hang out with. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. That made also more people coming there. Like, for example, you have a big dog in a city. This is one of the last place you actually have space to mm. like play with him and spend time and let him free to run. Yeah, yeah. Or some people were also like playing music in there uh, for oh, the, really? the music festival uh, that we have in France uh, every June. Also there was ceremonies a lot. There was a part of the graveyard that was uh, about the all the dead people of the first and second world war. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're Germans or English people, American people. Even we had Japanese, especially like from a submarine that was close okay. by. Uh, so there's a lot of things happening in a cemetery day. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh Cold is definitely not the word I would use to describe my colleagues because uh, even the the people that were working there for a long time they learned to put distance with their work and Mm. the corpses so sometimes I heard a lot of jokes I think we shouldn't consider that as disrespectful or blasphemy or nothing because these people meant no harm to anyone just like making the work easier when actually you think that, okay, this is dead bodies, this is dead persons, it's it can be really depressing, especially mm-hmm. years after years. And there's the same thing happening in uh, some jobs, uh, such as doctors, yeah, yeah, exactly, such as people yeah. that I are working. I was thinking working. about
0: like working in an hospital, you have to put like some distance as well. Like.
1: Absolutely. Otherwise you cannot just survive. Yeah. So dark humor is a really, really good shield <laughs> for your mental health. But sometimes they were pushing... This dark humor a bit too far and if there were people passing by, they could have been really shocked in the, mm. because the relationship the people, outsiders have to this place isn't the same at all. So that's why sometimes it's some misunderstanding can happen, but nothing big happened. But mm. it could have been because also a specific feature that I didn't felt that much because it changed a bit uh, in the past years. But 20 years ago, for example, a lot of the workers uh, were alcoholic there. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: Um, Because alcohol is also a way uh, to protect yourself and uh, lower the pressure about it. So since the gravediggers haven't to deal with dead body every day, day, also it changed Mm. and uh, the management changed as well. And now they are more cool, uh, no, no, more strict uh, compared to... To before,
0: but like, um, just like one question we're going maybe a, f- a bit far away from the topic, but like, you said, like, so at the beginning, like, they were like a private society who were like taking care of the bodies, like, mm-hmm. so it's them, they are like private and they are going to dig up the bodies and deal with them after.
1: So, there's two different things in the process first, you have the Uh, funerarium, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's the the place where the body uh, are put in a coffin. And then you have what we call in French the marble workers, marble uh, because of the the graves. Those are the ones who were at the beginning just um, producing the materials for the... working the materials to produce graves with. Mm-hmm. Uh, now those are both private companies. The marble workers, if uh, I can still use that word, uh, are the ones like that are digging the graves and settling mm-hmm. everything around. Okay. Uh, okay. But those are two different services. Maybe there's some companies doing everything, mm-hmm. but all the process. But those are yeah, theoretical. Yeah, committing. so it's very
0: dividing the task around. Yes. Like this, like okay
1: yeah like a lot of things the public service delegates some of its tasks to private sectors that's the general tendency of economy mm. nowadays it
0: yeah it's it's interesting because like it's really like i don't know how to say that, but the market of the deaf it's like a big market like in an economic way it's very expensive to bury your grave to like rent as well like so the the Mm emplacement for the graveyard as well so um,
1: actually this is really interesting topics also because being in a graveyard uh, made me realize that this is the one and only place where everyone is and uh, there's no that much place nowadays yeah. like we won't never meet Elon Musk randomly in the streets we won't also be in contact with people that are living in slums that wouldn't yeah. go outside of them while a graveyard at least in the, my hometown there were people that died on the municipality field without any family mm-hmm. and there's people that are apart from old families that have like big grave where all of the family is there since the 17th century so everyone is there uh, but not still on the same level level. exactly Uh, this is the place where we are getting the most closest to each other but still we can see the difference there are some people that have money to put to have their eternal like place yeah. where all their family would be and that they constructed in the 17th or 18th century big graves with statues, with uh, uh, columns and uh, to yeah, kind of offer the next generation uh, corpses a fine yeah. house uh, while there these people the, that died without family are just digged to the ground. Before that, in the past times, They were buried in a separate square, Mm -hmm. we call squares of graves, Um, but now it's uh, forbidden uh, because it sets a difference between them, like they don't deserve to be among the others. So now they're set randomly uh, around, but you can recognize them still because they don't have a proper grave. Uh, Most of the time they are just a, a small plate that is telling okay that one died
0: okay yeah that just that, that. Yeah. okay
1: they don't even sometimes gather all the data needed to put it in the on the grave because sometimes people died and they ha- never have been in social services nor nothing so mm. But uh, what you just said about economic, it's interesting for that fact because actually it doesn't create any value. Uh, but it's a good reflection, a good mirror over our society and how yeah. even beyond death we're putting, uh, highlighting differences between the life of the different individuals.
0: Okay, well, did you have like something else to say? Maybe last point. An advice to nice.
1: advise people to go to work in the cemetery, maybe? I mean, this was a really, really specific experience that I enjoyed a lot, especially because it takes me out of a really, yeah. really bo- boring job.
0: And do you think that you will do it maybe again in your life?
1: Also, uh, definitely, I could do it again. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, as I told, uh, I didn't really work with the corpses. this is yeah. a different task and it requires a lot of uh, mental strength, yeah. I would say, Exa- mm. exactly. Um, you can have like great meetings with colleagues that were really, really uh, amazing people, but also sometimes I didn't, you, you asked that a bit earlier, but there was also tensions. So thank you. <laughs> thank you
0: <laughs> it was very interesting to know more about um, how is the life in the cemetery because like you say a graveyard is full of life mm-hmm. so thank you for this uh, testimony
1: you're welcome
0: and it was Voices to Hear with Chloe and Yoon and see you for our next episode bye bye voices to hear.